hello everyone good morning once again so i'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of god to bring to you this morning's kingdom message i hope we are all doing well and i pray that the word of god will speed ahead i pray that his word will be added wherever it goes i pray that he will accompany his word with the holy spirit with power and with conviction in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So um, yesterday we 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 started um, the the fourth element of um, love that is that's there that is to convert and rather not to not to um, condemn. And we we started with the power to not condemn, but rather to convert. So concerning this point, um, I would want us to. Um, we collect um, that Jesus was able to um, convert the Samaritan woman into an evangelist who broadcasted to the whole village for them to be saved. Okay, so the question is, how did how did he know that she would be successful at doing that particular work? Okay, how did he know she would be able to produce much fruits from that single seed that he gave her? Okay, so the chief husband had a knowing of what grace or gift God had endowed his wife with, and he helped nurture it. He didn't just guess or look around to see which calling or business was booming. He did not just ask his wife to do what was trending. Oh, this is what everyone is doing. It looks very promising. That is what Mrs. So and so has been doing, and it's not fetching her so much money. Have you seen her new car? It's all from that venture. That's not what he did. He did not go and research on other people's success stories. He had acquired the spirit of knowledge and was functioning in it. You see, he knew by revelation who God had called his wife to be. He knew by revelation who God had called his disciples to be. He said in John chapter 17 that um, these were yours and you gave them to me. Okay, so um, they belong to the Father who has a purpose for each of his children. The father who starts considering his children are to bring them to an expected end. That is his expected end. Okay. So it's like his own expectation for his children. Okay. So God has an expectation. Okay. For each one of his children. The husband must therefore seek to know. Okay. Um, he must seek to know God's expectation for his wife and each of his children. Okay. He must seek to know um, God's, um, how do you call it, expectation for uh, the children and raise them accordingly. Okay. Now, I, I really remember, okay, um, the story I want to tell of a, of, 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 of a friend, okay, like, um, when it, like a friend's friend who was earlier abroad came to Accra. And visited my friend at work now after my friend had showed um, her friend around the place and all that um, she was like what are you doing here you're not supposed to be here it was like this environment does not even augur well for you and there's no way you'd be successful here so that was what um, he told my friend and then he like that was how like um, he was able to help my friend to find out what god really wanted um her to do okay so um it, it seemed like she was doing well 
okay like but then she didn't know like you wouldn't also know that um you'll be operating under your least potential because when you are where God plants you, that is where you actually succeed very well. But then when you find yourself elsewhere, you might think you are doing what you are saying, but then no, you could be operating under your very least potential. Okay, so I'm talking about living by the spirit. I'm talking about the kingdom life. I'm talking about being led by the spirit. Okay, I'm speaking in the times that Jesus said the true worshippers must worship the Father in spirit and in truth and the time is now okay so I'm, I'm i'm actually speaking the kingdom message if 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 your life becomes a pursuit of money and not god's heartbeat or his purpose then you are in the order or you're in the path of balaam hope you remember balaam okay so if your purpose in life is to simply make it okay if your purpose is not to do what god wants you to do you are a follower of balaam and not jesus okay it's like these are hard teachings and hard truths but um and and they are like they are hard to practice okay but this is the kingdom way they are hard to practice but then they are not impossible okay if we claim we are followers of jesus um, then we should let our hearts also beat for him, okay? So we need to seek earnestly to please him by always asking, Lord, what should I do, okay? You always call him Lord, and we see we've accepted him as Lord, but he is not Lord over our lives. We are our own lords. We tell ourselves what to do. We are our own masters, yet we claim Jesus is our Lord. Um, well, for Savior... Um, he, well, he indeed is a savior, but Lord, we are not really certain about that because see, um, the thing is he can only be an effective savior when he's actually Lord. Okay. Because, um, look at this again. Um, it's, it's, it's when he has asked you to do something and you are threatened, okay, along the path that he can effectively save you okay and you can effectively be a savior for you but then when you go you like your own way and um, where he hasn't directed you to go how does he save you effectively okay well he's savior okay but i hope my, my, my point is like it has been communicated very very well he he will he will save you but then it's not guaranteed that he will always okay the line word is always he it's not guaranteed that he will always save you where he has not asked you to go okay so um i have another another story so i met some couple of friends who um no they were, you're not friends okay maybe they are now friends um who told me that after after they completed their like, school instead of them just going to find jobs to do they actually like stepped aside and went into seeking god's will for the next stage of their lives i'm like ah what stage isn't it like obvious i mean <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> just get a job no, they wanted to know what kind of job God had for them. I tell you, I felt really, really squashed because I never did that. Okay, I never did that. But as Papa Oyedepo would always say, it's never too late to make a U-turn with God. Okay, it's never too late to make a U-turn with God. So when I heard this, I was like, wow, okay, I think I can just do this too. Okay, but you see, um, this is what distinguishes some men from others. Okay. Um, let's look at um, Bishop Doug. If he hadn't done this, he was like after school, he, he, he went to be by himself somewhere. I had a preaching like that. 
if he hadn't done this, Jibape would have been in one of the hospitals by now. No one would even know him or even read his books. Like, he wouldn't do what, like, he's doing now. All the books he's written, all his messages, you wouldn't get to hear them. If Reverend Adelaide Herod Mills also had also not done this, she probably would also be in the Attorney General's office where she started, okay? And um, about Pastor Paul Nenche and um, his wife, Dr. Becky Nenche, who are both doctors, they also probably would be going to the hospitals by now and you wouldn't get to read their books, get to listen to their messages about Christ and all that. You see that? So um, you, you, you can do that and, and, and get to know what God really expects of you. So that is it. So like, um, there are also a whole lot of others who waited on God to know the next stages of their various lives. Okay, and of course there have been others who God allowed to pursue their profession, but God used them in their offices to bring glory to Him. Like, like um, U.S. ex-president um, Abraham Lincoln, whose mother like raised him. Okay, and nurtured the Christian values out of his son. Okay, and there are many others too. Okay, so the chief husband, through his interaction with the father, um, got to know about the purpose of his wife and supported her. So husband, you have so much power over your family, especially spiritually. With this advantage, when you truly seek counsel from God concerning your family's welfare, God will surely and willingly come through for you. When you sincerely like ask God how you must help your wife, God will willingly help you because he has put you there to raise her. Okay, so any prayer offered according to his will, he will surely answer. He's more than ready to help you succeed in his will. Okay, I have another example. So I hope it's very short. My time is up, but please listen to this example that I have to give. So, um, there's this couple in my vicinity I was thinking about some time back. It's like there seems not to be peace in their relationship at all. You see, like couples, like, um, they live in peace. And then once in a while, you know, like an argument will come up and then they disagree. Then they go back to living in peace. That's, that's the norm, right? But this particular couple is the opposite. They live in, like, in disagreement. And then once in a while, peace will come up. And they go back to disagreement. That was how it was. So I was discussing this with a friend. And I was talking. To, and then he was like, um, I told him that the man is disappointed in his wife. Because, like, he was like, um, he didn't even finish like letting me. He didn't let me finish my sentence, and he was like, "What about him?" And I was like, "Ah, what about him?" And he was like, "If he were doing what he's supposed to be doing, all this would not happen, and that he's the cause of all that is happening in his home." At that particular time, I was quiet because I didn't understand what my friend was talking about until one day God showed me something. So this man was standing somewhere, and then I see the woman also like sitting somewhere with somebody like. She's getting distracted, okay? And she's very relaxed where she is. And then the man is just standing there. And the man is waiting that the woman will come. The man is just waiting that the, that the woman will come. And God told me that I've given this man power over his house. He can go and get her. But he just stands there, okay? And this man didn't, I don't know whether he didn't know. He just he doesn't know that he had power over his house. And was just standing there, okay? So you see, um, he's just waiting that one day the story will change. Like, no, God has provided power for you to effect change. Okay, husband, change doesn't just come. Get in there to the secret place and get the power to do something. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the power of the highest will overshadow your proclivities. The power of the highest will overshadow every human weakness. 
this power will, 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 will push the man to go and get his wife. Do you understand? This power will make the man claim his wife and claim his family back. But then he's just standing there because he has no power. He's probably afraid of what might happen to him when he goes to get his wife. And he's just standing there helplessly. And it's a sad situation. But it's happening in most of the Christian homes. Okay, the power of the highest will overshadow any doubt and enable you, husband, to raise your wife as seems befitting to her creator and to your creator, and you will make your creator also happy with you. Okay, I'd like to end here today. I pray that God will learn tomorrow. I'll continue. May, may the, the, the Spirit in His Word live in our hearts and guide us into His very truth. I pray you have a very blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.